Podcast. I'm Corey Donahue. This is the Soccer Podcast, where we talk about soccer games, kicking goals, men and women running around in shorts, and um, kicking the ball into the net in front of people who paid money to be there. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is the Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Fairberry Brand Hot Dogs, your favorite hot dog, Red Dogs. Brought to you, I think, only here in the great state of Nebraska. Is that correct? Yeah, we call them Red Dogs here. That's the proper name for a hot dog. Fairberry brand hot dogs. <laughs> Best brand of hot dog there is out there. We're coming for you guys, Fairberry. It's our hopeful brand, <laughs> our hopeful sponsor in the years to come. We welcome you into the American Alice podcast. I have the A team here with me, depending on if you count starting that Z and <laughs> go backwards. Uh, Justin Brunken, say hi. Well, hey, Corey. American What's Alice. going on? Uh, nothing, man. I just got off work. I uh, came here. It's distracting watching DeMarcus Beasley highlights in my background. <laughs> Which so, one? This is just what I do all day. I get Which up at one? 8 a.m. Uh, all of them. Well, it takes all day. So you start <laughs> at 8. <laughs> it starts it's in a rough day. the early I mean, 1900s. Or an amazing day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His first goal is in 1905. And. Uh, the car was invented shortly after, and his second goal was for PSV Eindhoven, which is one of the bigger goals ever scored by an American. A lot of people don't know that. I think he scored in the semifinals of the Champions League one time for PSV Eindhoven. That was probably about 1943. Mm-hmm. Uh, still going strong, right? Oh, yeah. Houston Dynamo. Is this his last year? This he's is retiring. His last year. Yeah, he's retiring at the end Supposedly. of the season. Or so he says. But he'll still play for the United States of America. He'll be a player coach. Going into 2026. <laughs> I would only He's imagine. captaining the team in 2026. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Those voices you hear are Jacob Warnicky. Hey, guys. And Matt Anderson. Hello. Of American Outlaws Lincoln Chapter. Welcome in, gentlemen. Matt, have you been on this podcast? I'm trying to remember. Nope. Get across this off the bucket list. Oh, man. rookie. How excited are you? Well, I know I've told Corey this before. I don't know if I've told you, Justin, or you were maybe there. I don't, whatever. Um, like 10 years ago, when you guys were starting out with this thing, uh, I had a job that required a lot of travel. And I would windshield time, they call it. A lot of windshield time. A lot of windshield time through the great states of Oklahoma and. Uh, uh, the Pacific Northwest experience. I wouldn't trade for anything, but you're not here to listen about that. You're here for me to <laughs> wax poetic about the early days of the AO podcast and how I listened to it quite a bit um, back in its glory days where, you know, you guys would talk a lot about the soccer goals and the soccer running and your brother would be on and he would just stop mid-sentence to order a drink. <laughs> that did happen. I remember he called in from a pool or something. And yeah, he uh, he was doing a call-in appearance, and he said, "Hey, can I get a piece of coke or something like that?" Right? But yeah, n- but but in all seriousness, it's like it's one of those things to not sound cliched, but like that I feel like I've known you guys longer than I have because I listened to that podcast back in the day, and wow, you know, long time listener, first time appearance, is and that now fair I get to, say? to sometimes play foot golf with you guys and watch soccer at the best bar on the planet, Captain Jack's. Heck so yeah. we were we were just reading some amazingly positive reviews about this podcast. <laughs> How would you review this podcast? Um, it's a good <laughs> insight into uh, the world of the American Outlaws, the world's Was, largest unofficial supporters group of the United States soccer teams. Um, Listen, we have never claimed to be the most factually correct, the never. most well-researched. Uh, 
there are other podcasts for that. You got Grant Wall's podcast is a great one. You got the Total Soccer Show. You got the Cooligans. You got uh, you got Scuffed. What are all the other ones? Scuffed. Are? Scuffed is pretty good if you're looking for like young kids. Who hosts up and that? Comers. I've never listened to that. Who is that? Oh, sorry guys if you're listening, but I'm blanking on your names too. I can look it up quick. I was just looking it up. Oh, I've uh, seen that. Adam logo. Bells. I follow them on Greg Twitter. Greg Velasquez. That was sounds right. Yeah. Last quiz. <laughs> Sorry, I just ruined it. Shout name. out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll put that on my list. I've not listened to it. Yeah, that it's yet. fantastic stuff. Cool. And, but those, and those are wonderful podcasts that Plenty of good a podcasts lot of in-depth there. analysis. Well, maybe not maybe not Alexis and Christian at the Cooligans, but they know what they're doing. Right. These guys rule. So I, I like Alexis' podcast too. The uh, yeah. the uh, uh, State of the State Union. Of yeah. Yes. State of the Union. I enjoy it a lot. Alexi loves this to bring like in a, hot takes. Yeah, Alexi's a love-hate sort of guy. You either love him or hate him. <laughs> I, no neutral parties. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I guess I love him. You're mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's very calculated about what bringing in hot takes that get. are going to get people talking, which I enjoy. But he, I think he deeply actually talks himself into believing dumb things just so just to make the uh, podcast fun to listen to. Don't we all, Corey? Don't we all? Listen, I've talked us into thinking that our American soccer team is going to win the 2022 World Cup. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm bought here. in. I'm bought in, Corey. Corey, yeah. can you stop trying to be quote funny and sarcastic the whole time? <laughs> no, it's a quote Can't. bit of a waste for listeners, and it gets old very quick. <laughs> <sighs> Unquote. Really sadly accurate and hurtful. Well. This yeah, all those comments are ex- accurate. <laughs> we, just we just don't care. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm here to do my best. I never called myself a podcast host. I do enjoy it. I like sitting here talking about kicking goals with you guys. I get a lot wrong. I make a lot of bad jokes. <laughs> I love to mispronounce that- words for, for humor that isn't funny. But that's what you get with me. Corey, I think they're just the most amazing jokes. I think. I thank you. On the, the planet. Jokes. And I thank all of our the listeners. Because we've had a lot of listeners for a long time. And I feel like our numbers are growing uh, of listenership. Is that correct, Justin? Oh, heck, heck yeah. We even have people that only know us by our voice, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah. In the world. It does. It's a voice recognition, like at games, you mean? <laughs> yeah. It, is. it might, that might be a bad thing. Like, ugh, I need to walk away from that guy. <laughs> I know who that is. But it's probably Matt, An- Matt Anderson. Like <laughs> That's exactly what he told me. Well, <laughs> Jacob, how's it going? It's going great. Great, thanks. Oh. Good to talk okay. to you. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> Jacob's been on before. Everyone knows Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Jacob got to go to a lot of the Gold Cup games this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did. Correct. Uh, Went to the last five games, everything but St. Paul. Yeah. Well, we're seven minutes in already. About right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't mentioned the fact that we won the World Cup. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> wait, wait. Who's we? I I was out there. I you know I didn't even yeah, get a good. We've had this actually. conversation before. <laughs> Connor, say so, we, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we've had this conversation on the podcast. Oh my gosh. We say we all the time, and that's okay. I, I think it's justified. Are you not a we sort of person? As a I was. Fan? I was p- picking up Corey's funny and sarcastic mantle <laughs> for the record hilarious and sarcastic. no four stars y'all oh That's my pretty god exciting. that was absolutely incredible that whole run uh being in France the being at Captain fan. Jack's oh yeah oh, tell yeah, us okay from. I'll get into the fan experience in France at least the the parts that I was at what about here in in Lincoln we thought they celebrated too much we think Megan Rapinoe you mean should the fans stop at Lincoln? the fans at Captain Jack's <laughs> we, we celebrated Rapinoe way too much uh 
with the re- with all due respect, if you're listening, buddy, uh, the guy was hoisting up one of the stools and CJ's repeatedly for no reason whatsoever. Uh, oh, that it, happened this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's copying the the yeah the one from the video Donovan's from goal. Donovan's goal. I think it was. A, I guess we are we certain it's not the same guy. It could no, be I know because no, exactly, that was Bakewell. That yeah, was Bakewell, okay. an yeah, old friend of ours. Um, at least somebody chucked a pint glass halfway across the room this time, as far <laughs> as I know. Well, no, it was like it was great. Of course, um, it was like I, I was uh, the last uh, Women's World Cup. I was uh, helping run AO Omaha, and it was the the crowds just kind of built, you know, as the team advanced, which. I mean, we had a hell of a crowd every game. Like even the ones that were in the middle of a work day, right? Uh, the group stage ones, and then you're the talking about this one or the previous one? Uh, this this time, the 2019 Cup. I, I only I made it down to all of them except for the Spain game. It was pretty full every game. So yeah, it was it was a good problem to have. And then of course um, for the final, we had an overflow space, uh, just a little event hall that was a block down that had a good crowd and it was a lot more it would not not that cj's wasn't family friendly we had a lot of kids there um everybody was you know great and polite and we, the, 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 our crowds for the women's games never really get that rowdy our crowds for any game don't really get any rowdy anymore we're all old, we're old. <laughs> uh but no of course and you know everybody latched onto it the media came of course to see what we were doing and it was a good vibe and i feel like if the crowd got rowdy this wasn't a women's game but the gold cup what was the one that we trounced them like six nil? Was that Trinidad? Trinidad. Uh, I can't speak one. to that one. It was I like was... a Saturday night, and it got pretty rowdy. There was a lot of a lot of singing and chanting, and we were also doing. I, I missed time. it. I was on the other side of the great state of Nebraska for a bike thing, but um, didn't we do a Harley rally? Bicycle, the, mm. the cool bikes. Okay. Uh, what didn't we do? Something what, was it the White Elm? Shout out to White Elm. Yeah, I think company. that was when they did the beer tapping. I was in Cleveland for the game, so I wasn't at Captain Jack's either. We tapped, um, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Lincoln, one of Lincoln's best breweries, White Elm Brewing Company. This is the second year we've done a collaboration yeah. with them called We Believe, which is a fun play on their name because White, White Elm, Elm. W-E. Yeah. Uh, session IPA, delicious. Uh, those guys are the best. And I think we tapped it that night for... Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's right. And we did a live radio show from it. But uh, Justin, in answer to your question, uh, the games were awesome in Lincoln. Yes. Like, it was super fun. And the semis and final were, like, the France game especially. Like, was it Friday at 2 or something? Or yeah. Yes. I think. Uh, here, anyway. And, uh, God, it was just intense. And, like... There was no room to walk in the bar. Yeah, it was, You couldn't get around to go to the bathroom or go get another beer. You had to shove your way to the bar. Yeah, and uh, it was super fun. It was uh, it was great for that and the gold cup. We can talk about the gold cup later. But uh, so you were in France for half of it, right? The second half or two yeah, thirds uh, of it, man. Yeah, I was there for the quarter semi and final, and uh, oh, I didn't know what to expect going there. And uh, I mean, I saw a little bit. So Brian, we had some other people there uh, ahead of time. Plus, like you know, thousands of our members are already in France uh, for the first uh, group stage games in the round of sixteen. But the atmosphere there, both like for our night before events and the marches and the pre games and in the section, is just was just unbelievable. Uh, I, say, I say this a lot, but I got this one time. My ma- my my favorite moment of the whole tournament was uh, the march of the quarterfinal uh, when we uh, France played France, game. and it was in Paris, and you know. We had an outdoor area that was just huge, and 
by the time that we had to start marching, they had to turn people away. It was almost 2,000 people at this event. And, you know, we... You know, it was American Outlaws events, and it was just people from all over the world, uh, all walks of life, like all different ages. It was so cool. And then we just spilled out to the street, and there was eventually 5,000 people uh, is what they estimated into the streets of Paris that was an American Outlaws and fan march to the stadium. And you couldn't even see the front or back of it. It was just massive in this foreign country. And it was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to at least me in the over a decade of doing American Outlaws. It was absolutely incredible. And we take that into the stadium and to win that game, which is like basically the World Cup at that point, uh, was all I needed. I need to make sure I got there for the quarterfinal. And I think a lot of people are in that in that same boat. And. Uh, the atmosphere and the camaraderie and everyone there was just so cool. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional talking about it and like super serious, man. But I remember I took Megan aside during the march and like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing, uh, one of the top five moments of my life <laughs> right now. Really? So it's cool. Yeah. Speaking of moments, what was everybody's favorite moment from that cup? Just watching it. Oh, not being there, just watching no, like, like in, 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 game. in game action itself, goals or anything like that. I'll tell you, mm, I, I don't mind. Uh, can I start? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might be uh, the same as you. I, 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 I said this, I think, to you, because if, if you're talking about Rose Lavelle's goal in the final. Uh, yes. Because uh, the first one was a penalty. In, mm. You know, it was it was a deserved penalty, but scoring a penalty in a World Cup final is pretty boring. Yeah. I mean, as far as scoring in a World Cup final goes. But uh, Rose Lavelle was so good all tournament, and she's like, seems like such a cool person like super humble and is was not like the focus of of you know rapino and morgan and get all the highlights and uh but like i'm trying to think how many times i've cried or like teared up not in the stadium and there aren't many there's like that one maybe i think the one time when connor casey scored to qualify us <laughs> for the uh, against was it Guatemala? Honduras. Yeah, me and you. Honduras, yeah. I remember this. We were both at Captain, Captain Jack's, Jack's, right? Yeah. We were both pacing at, at the oh, in the back intense. of the bar, like we're walking, and we're like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do if we don't if this if we don't win this game? If we don't get this because we had to win no, that I think, game." No, I think you we're know, thinking we, of we, Eddie uh, Johnson we, goal, but hmm. you were thinking of the yeah, first you're, round you're, of qualifying. This was this was the hex, and we had that we we qualified with Connor Casey's goal one game earlier with with a game to spare basically but that was a good one too but yeah, uh, right you're that right. was 09 the 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 14 cycle was the one where we had to go down to play that cricket field in Antigua oh, right. I was, I was yeah. there for that one yeah that was <laughs> not not in Antigua I wish I was there I was at CJ's for that one but yeah that Rose Lavelle goal man I I she had her defender it. turned around and she the, oh, yeah. the, her mark was not even well, like Three, it was like five feet away from her too. Like, we were in the stands and we saw it coming. I, yeah. I remember like everyone around me, like I, like I quit playing drums. Like I was playing drums in the game and I was like, no, I'm done. I saw it. She was coming yep. straight at the goal. Like she got the ball. And there like there's only feeling. one defender on her and we we could just yeah. know it was on coming. So we just like grabbed too. the rail and it was we saw it and it was right in front of us in our section. Yeah, that would be my favorite on the field moment for at least three games. I was there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go different and say that. And I'm quoting my buddy Just or Jordan here. Um, said one of his the most gratifying sports moments of his, his whole life was Nahor's penalty save yeah, oh, against England. Against yeah. England, because that was that was that, huge. That call was. I actually it, it was weird because we it, they showed that thing a thousand times. It was that little clip that Becky mm-hmm. Sauerbrunn did on the back of her leg, and it took forever to for that to get through VAR, but it finally happened, and then. Talk right shout, out to, shout out to Alyssa Nair because she 
it dealt with so much BS going into that. Like, she's not Hope Solo. Is she up to the task? Like, is she? Did she earn this job, or did she just right. kind of walk? Like, did Jill just kind of hand it to her right after they kicked shaky. Hope Solo off the yeah, team? To be fair, I, I mean, I thought. She, yeah, she did look shaky. She had moments, and she did have a moment that led to a goal. Um, it got called one, her, yeah. Well, no, against no, even Spain. Becky, yeah. It was that weird <clears throat> fluke. Which the Spain game should have never been that close, but it was. Yeah. And I was, like, right. I was like getting super nervous about that game. Um, but, I mean, she totally redeemed herself. Yeah. And that, that save is, like, world class and absolutely amazing. So, yeah. And as one of the everybody jumped on, of the like, tournament. Our entire team jumped on her, and she's yeah. just like, get the hell yeah, out of here. Yeah, she's like, no, get up. This game. <laughs> she was worried the ref's going to call her for eight seconds, right? Yeah. She is pretty serious, and she's just all, but she's uh, all business. There's, yeah. There is video of the reaction at CJ's that one of the, I think it was the guy from the journal, the Lincoln Journal Star got, where is we just all went absolutely nuts. Yeah. Because, I mean, when, when do you think she's... I mean, did any of us think she was necessarily going to save that? I mean, not nothing to do with Alyssa Nair. It's just a penalty save in a right. game of that caliber against whoever... And to catch it and not give up a rebound was yeah. huge, too. Yeah, and I was at the Nashville Chapter Bar because we had the U.S.-Jamaica game the next day. Oh. Uh, and Stu Holden was up on a chair celebrating in our chapter bar <laughs> after that save. It was yeah. amazing. The bar went crazy. Oh, see, I, I know this sounds bad. I love being in France for the games, but I also love just all the vibes you get in all these different chapter bars all around the country. Like, that is just so cool to experience as well. I know it's not the same as being in France, but, oh. I remember. That's why we do it. Yeah, I remember this kind of off topic a little bit, but a moment during the 2014 World Cup, we got back from Brazil one game early because uh, our package ended before the round of 16. And so we got back, and we were about to play Belgium. And I remember on game day walking around downtown Lincoln, Nebraska with my jersey on and getting, like, honks and stuff. And it just felt like – it felt like a Nebraska football game day, which means nothing to anyone else. But, like, it, it just – big game error. And, like, yeah. that's what I, I like about that big worldwide vibe. And you feel like – I, the U.S. game is the center of the universe for that day, and I like experiencing it in the stadium, obviously, but also in your hometown and like just feeling the whole world revolving around U.S. soccer. But you get to experience it from your home bar is a cool feeling, also, I guess. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, the community aspect, both uh, on a local level and just in the world and France. Uh, I mean, it's like nothing else, and I mean, it's just growing. The Women's World Cup was like it's just, it was. Our events and everything there was bigger than it was in Canada, and Canada was closer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, I mean, every, all you saw were U.S. fans everywhere in France. Except and the all France the game, right? Even the France. So here's a funny So I had to, I had to go to the head of police in Paris, so the, the Paris downtown, you know, right by Notre Dame, and go to the police station to get our route. And so we actually proposed to them to, hey, we're going to – I think it'd be a really good idea to meet up, right? Have their fans march in uh, their, where they're coming from. And then us, we march in from our pregame and we meet in a place and we march in together. Like this whole united sort of like world unites for this really big game. It's probably the biggest game in the tournament. And, and the police were like, yeah, this is way different than other World Cups. You guys are awesome. <laughs> if that was any other like men's game or anything like that, they'd be like, no. <laughs> like not even close. What are you talking? Are you are you insane? We want uh, but you to meet in a forest. But the police we were like, no. You guys have been so nice to us the whole time. You guys are thanking our our police force, and you guys are just absolutely amazing. And so they agreed to it. 
And uh, we had this march of, like, again, like 5,000, and we were supposed to meet up, and the police were supposed to have the timing figured out to have us meet up, and here's the spot. Well, they, like, started marching, like, 20 minutes late, and they never showed up to the spot. And uh, the cops were like, well, I guess we just let's keep going. And Go so we them. kept marching to the stadium. Yeah. And someone said they came about 15 minutes later, and they were like one-fourth, one-fifth the size of the U.S. march. <laughs> this is in France, a France's biggest game of the tournament. They needed this to obviously for the tournament, but also for Olympics and everything. It's in Paris, and we still had a bigger march of community and people together than France did for their tournament. Zut allure. It was crazy. I mean, and yeah, I mean, once we got in the stadium, yeah, I mean, maybe 60 40, maybe close to 50 50. It was hard to tell because everyone's wearing red, white, and blue. <laughs> but, That's true. But all you could do is like have comparisons of the sound, and like they're about even. It was close too. So it was, it was crazy. So the uh, uh, same goal as me and Jake, or uh, Jacob, is your moment of the on the field. Is that what you said? Um, yeah. Rose Lavelle's goal. Yeah, and it was in the yeah, it has to be. That was the that was the goal I saw coming. Uh, it was the prettiest for me. It was just the best. I felt the best uh, after that goal. It was just a just a relief after that yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Speaking of relief, I mean, except for that last game we scored with within the what, like the 15th minute? 17th. 17 minutes yeah, yeah. every single game. Before the final, Thailand had held us the longest before yep. scoring <laughs> you know, start a game. Y'all, I'm not used to that as a U.S. soccer fan. Yeah, like, no sweat. Just like, like we're always we can, going up early. I mean, we're vets from the Bradley days where we gave a goal up within the first 10 minutes all the time. Every game. So, like, yeah. it was nice to, even for, like, the casual fans, too, just to have that pressure off right away. And yeah. I listened to a Football Weekly, the Guardian podcast, and, like, it was interesting to hear their perspective on the U.S. women's team and, like, they one one point they kept making was that they thought Jill Ellis played really uh, conservatively. Weirdly, like we we would we would score early and we clearly had all the attack in the world, but then we would like back off and not and and we'd w- invite a lot of pressure. And then and then when we turned it on, we'd turn it on and there'd be like twenty minute spell, spells in the second half where we're just like crushing them and attacking like crazy. But then we'd back way off and and, and invite pressure and play defense and um I don't know, did you guys think that I I, I guess I agree that they, that that did happen. I don't know if it's just like the quality of the competition was better and so it was more evenly matched so they had spells where we were defending a lot and that's just the way it was or was that a tactical thing that Jill Ellis did to sit back and invite pressure and whoa, then just whoa, really pour it on. Well, we're talking about tactics now. Yeah, this is the soccer podcast. <laughs> I didn't sign up for uh, this. We don't we don't do tactics. Uh, we don't I do mean, analysis on this podcast, there... Corey. <laughs> One of the players came out and we said do that Mark really wanted to press early. <laughs> it's true. I believe I can't remember. It might have been Alex or Megan coming out saying that we really wanted to jump on them early. So the first 10, 15 minutes of each half, we were really putting pedal to the floor, trying to get the early goal each half to right. settle in. Mission or accomplished. Like just kind of put pressure on the other team more so that we got a goal early. Now they have to get two to be able to win. Right. But I mean, I, I think we talked about this off air a while back. I mean, not, there weren't a whole lot of moments during that World Cup where I was really sweat sweating it out too much honestly mm-hmm. like i think france and england both had moments where yeah, like the game but the game could have changed sure. i mean this Nahir's save was like 
if that didn't happen. Yeah, England was going back and forth, but since we, again, scored so early, that kind of helped kind of ease the nerves a little bit. And it did. I kind of figured that once we got into it, we'd find a way to win no matter what. But Yeah, and Grant Wall makes the or made the uh, observation that all the talking going into this World Cup was that the U.S. has been here for listeners. I'm raising my hand really high. And the rest <laughs> of the world... Was it was like here, and yeah. the gap was closing, and the gap was closing. But his point is that after this World Cup, it's kind of proof that the gap wasn't closing. Like we, I mean, we were, we're only really tested for a few minutes in the England game and the, the, Fran- the France game. The France game, France. The, I, you know, it's been a month now, and my memory was a bit off, and I might have been drinking during the game at CJ's. What? But no I know way. it's hard to believe. <laughs> but aside from their on their set pieces with Wendy Renard, who's just a terrifying presence there because she's so tall. Right. I I never really thought that they were much of a threat. And we scored early, and that obviously helped things. But I was like, because we all went into that game thinking, like, well, this is it. Uh, It's do or die now. Because, well, obviously, it's do or die. It's the quarterfinals. But everybody, everybody, and and their mother was setting that up as, like, this was the final. But it got set up this way, and they meant the quarterfinals. But I never really thought. France looked kind of poor in that game, honestly. Well, that's a good point. I mean, most teams, like, they could have, like, people that are really good and that you could be scared of, but there's only like one or two on those teams. Like in the U S like everyone is a threat yeah. to score at any moment. Like you could see that with Rose, our midfield, our Not Becky Sauerbrunn. Uh, can't she just yeah. get a goal? <laughs> I thought they tried to get her one against, uh, yeah. The the thing about Ireland. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, everyone on our team, even our subs that bring on like Kristen press just just dominated when she came when she came in too. Right. She had a great. In hammer. other teams, they have one or two people that are probably. Is a that the England game? That I she could be scored? wrong. I'm biased, yeah. obviously. Yes. With the header, yeah. Because she started for Megan, who they didn't say at the time what was wrong with her. They there was even you know the, the idiots in the media. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> were like, is she being held out because of for you know, political the, reasons? The, the or, political reasons. Right. Let's not even. I don't even want to get into that anymore. That ship has sailed. But yeah. like, and then she comes in and scores with her head. Who. They, Press ne- Kristen never, never like, scores doesn't red, right? never have headers really, and she just, I mean, Kelly O'Hara put that one on a plate for her. Right, it was a perfect cross. It was a good header though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tough one to finish. Oh yeah, <laughs> honestly, kind of looked like she just closed her eyes and went for it, but it was. A Isn't great that what we all do? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wait, you're not supposed to close your eyes <laughs> and, and put your head down and just hope for the best. <laughs> she had her fingers crossed. If you look really closely. I. What was your guys' biggest surprise of our team in the tournament? I have mine. Ooh. Um, uh, well, I mean, Mallory Pugh getting so few minutes, but I guess if you real, I guess those who know the team better than I do probably knew that she wasn't going to play all that much. But I don't know. I just felt like she brings something that nobody else brings, and they didn't really use that much. But she did I, score her first goal in the World Cup or in a World Cup. But um, good surprise, uh, Crystal Dunn. Yep. Shut everybody down. Yeah, that was mine too. That's a way better. <laughs> yeah, that's a I'll way say better. one. If if I had if there was like a, a minor minor nitpicky disappointment, and I say this with all love and respect for, is that Tobin had I think not the best World Cup. Like or not not I think she didn't necessarily meet the expectations that we all had for her and she played she didn't play poorly or anything she just right. a lot of game games just didn't seem like it necessarily went through her wasn't clicking or you know, that something wasn't getting right and you know we've all 
I mean, not to compare what we've done in our lives at Speedway Village <laughs> and Spirit Park it's and not, Wright Park. Let's not talk about our games. Okay. <laughs> to, to, to that, but like, you know, sometimes you, you're playing and things just don't click for one reason or another. And, right. You know, but I mean, she's still Tobin freaking Heath, so. That's true. The, I'd have to come out and say that, like, Lindsay Horan not starting the final was a yeah. big surprise. There's so many people like, talk that There's she's so the best much midfielder well, yeah. in the world, which we are all the yes, best midfielders in the world. <laughs> but at the same time, Sam Lewis played yeah. amazing in the tournament as well. And so did like, Rose Lavelle. And Rose Lavelle. Like, right. And you weren't going to take Julie Ertz out for, for that spot. So No. Not for Becky Sauerbrunn. And you don't bump her back to, into, the, into the back no. line, too, because then you take out Becky Sauerbrunn, and that just throws off the whole dynamic of it. Yeah. It's just we have too many good midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. Our bench is like would get to the final <laughs> of the World Cup. Yeah, didn't Chris and Press say that and get a bunch of flack for it? But well, I'm backing her up. <laughs> I yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah, we got know. you, Kristen. Heck yeah, I think she's right. <laughs> I think she's right too. It's oh, an, yeah, unpro- it's an unprovable it's thing. That, so I, I it's think that she's bullshit right. of us being like too cocky and all that crap. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They deserve. They prove that they can be cocky. Sure, and I kind of I. It's it's an unprovable thing, so it's kind of like I think they proved it, Corey. That our bench is better than everyone oh, well, else's bench. No, I thought. <laughs> How did they prove that? I thought they proved no, that no. they're worth. They they could be cocky because they brought the. Oh, they definitely <laughs> proved that. Absolutely. But there were there were doubts about the whole back line. Well, maybe not Kelly O'Hara, but like Abby Dalkemper is she a better option than putting Julia Ritz back there? And Abby had a wonderful World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Dunn, we already talked about, and then Becky is, she's one of the goats. Like she's, you don't yeah. replace her. Yeah. So. The, yeah. One thing I want to say too, before I forgot, I wrote a note too. Is the other amazing moment uh, when I was there after the final is the, the team probably spent like twenty, thirty, I don't know, twenty minutes in front of our section just celebrating with us at after the game, and it was just just. That was another moment uh, that was just unbelievable to uh, to have them, and they actually cared, and like they had like raw emotion. It's hard to see sometimes with players coming after the game; they're kind of going through the motions. Well, sometimes it's probably then your guys is it's credit to y'all that were there in the in in the uh, in Lyon to set them off on the right path when they proceeded to get absolutely lit that night. Yeah. <laughs> so, which we all witnessed. Uh, we all did. Yeah, Instagram. All right. We all did. I'm I, coming in with an Alexi Laws hot take oh right God. now. Are you ready for it? No. <laughs> oh, here comes another review. <laughs> if we're doing this for the reviews, then we're in the wrong uh, Hell no. mind frame. Hell no. Go, uh, Corey. I don't think we have any business watching videos from them celebrating in the locker room. I feel like they've earned the right to do whatever they want in the locker room. I, in general, hate this about American sports. Like, videos in the locker room, videos of coaches' speeches, like, they're, they always, like, Husker football is my go-to. They'll have, like, the camera crew in there recording a speech sometimes. I don't, I don't know if our new coach lets that happen. But, like, I feel like that should be sacred territory. No cameras allowed. And then when our, our team wins the World Cup and, like, uh, all the player or a bunch of the players are, like, filming it and putting it all immediately on Instagram, I'm just, like... I, I, I felt guilty watching it all the time because I, I, I haven't earned this. These guys have earned it. I this should be just for them. Like celebrate with us on the field, mm. please, please do. We love it. But when you but when you go in the locker room, that's your guys' time. You've earned it. Do your thing. But that's them. Uh, yeah, I mean, sending it out, right? It's, it's, it's not like media. Out, so it's not like soccer. It. 
Well, it's a few players, but they, yeah. they didn't go around and get, get signatures from everyone that it was okay. I, I just Can you prove that? I, that they I can't. Did you, I, I did call all 23 of them, and I said, hey, did you sign up on this? No. Do, do you guys just – do you think I'm way off base on that, or I, I get where you're matter? coming from, but – no, I get your side, but did I mean, you not it's, feel it's, guilty watching it? Like that, I, I should not be watching. Not this. really. I think I think that, that team. Another thing about this team is like they seem so like tight knit with each other. Like they just seem yeah. like just mm-hmm. cohesive. That like they they wouldn't share something that they don't think everyone else would like want to have out there, uh, or they would say it. Like I don't know. I thought I thought that relationship with the team is just like incredible and probably just help them be even better than what they are. I don't see that a lot yeah, sometimes we, with our men's team. <laughs> we, like, we we I mean oh, I agree. We, we talked about how like how fun and the, the, a lot of the chemistry that the O2 men's team had, and this kind yeah. of felt the same way as that. Like we won the World Cup in 2015, sure, but that team didn't seem to have the same level of camaraderie that this one did. Right. And maybe that was just as a, as a, maybe that was also just yeah. kind of the benefit of being a fan is that like this was a lot less of a this this World Cup was a lot less tense than the last one. Maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah. this one was just straight up more fun than mm-hmm. than Canada was. Well, so yeah. like, I, I, we're a fan organization here. We're not talking analytics. Let's talk fans. And I felt that I had a better connection with this women's team than oh, I yeah. had in the men's team in a long time. Yeah. But throughout this throughout this whole cycle and tournament and to 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 i guess against Corey's point do you think any of that had to do with the fact that we were in the locker room watching them on instagram yes, story? I, I guess that was like, my point yeah heck yeah, yeah. so Corey, you're wrong <laughs> and we, we also kind of had this conversation the other night we Look, were talking if you think Corey's right set, put a review <laughs> yeah please <laughs> it's hey listen it's my job as a host to bring up things to chat apple about. podcast yeah. my bad saturday night during the women's game we were the four of us were at Captain Jack's talking favorite players and least favorite players from the women's team. We couldn't come up with least favorite players just because we love the team so much. Like, I, it's just a team you, you can't dislike. Do you know? I'm not uh, mad at anybody about it. I'm no, just like. No, I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. And, um, but I think they've just embraced, like, kind of connecting with the fans. I remember. Uh, so we haven't done this before. So American Outlaws, we were like, we wanted to get stories, like hometown series stories from all the players. Like, how do we get people to connect with the players? It was like, let's have them talk about their hometowns. We actually got a scarf from every one of our chapters. They're local scarves from where they're from. And every single, and we go like, we, it was some event in New York, and we had someone locally ho- there, hopefully, or uh, to help us with that. And every single player came. They didn't have to. It was their choice. And every single player yeah. came and took time to tell their story to the fans and to American Outlaws. Those are on and that's our incredible. YouTube, on yeah, our yeah. YouTube, right? It's yes. on our YouTube channel on our a World Cup uh, page on voao.theamericanoutlaws.com. I feel like they were really uh, candid and open and like it wasn't canned responses. <laughs> candid and canned. Very Got similar it. words. But uh, they... Yeah, they're a good watch. I guess is my point. Like I would recommend going and watching them. It was great. Yeah, I don't. Man, I hope I hope there's a team like this in the future. But I mean, for me, it was like the best team uh, ever. <laughs> but I have I haven't been around watching a ton. It would be back in the day when I was younger. But I think they're the best team ever. Uh, the, the easily they're probably like more connected to their fans than ever. And oh, it was a great experience all around. That's true. So, so I'm wrong on that. Fine. <laughs> I, I still think I'm right. But one of those members, uh, Jill Ellis, 
has stepped down, or she is stepping down in a month, right? She's playing now at the uh, the five-game World Cup Tour, World Cup Winners Tour, and uh, we're going to have a new coach. Uh, Jill Ellis has won two Women's World Cups. Um, never won the Olympics, though, right? So it's kind of odd to me that she didn't stick on for one more year and try to become the first coach to win both the Women's World Cup and the Olympics, but... I mean, up to her, you know, go out on top, why not? Um, was it up to her? I think so. she, she stepped away okay. from all the reports. Okay. Well, her contract ended, like, right about now. Like, seven days ago. So it could have been that they well, they offered an extension and it wasn't enough for her. I don't know. They said that the, 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 I press, have no idea. the press release said that she was going to continue on in an ambassador role for a while. Hmm. So take that for what you, for what it's Whatever worth. Whatever that but, means. I mean, yeah, yeah, I have no clue what that means. <laughs> yeah, where does she go from here? That's like the, you know, that's got to be the top job in all of the women's game, right? There, there's not a better job in the women's game in coaching. Yeah, so I, where I do can't you imagine go? her, like, taking over the England job. I mean, she could. Or she if could. she gets bored after a couple of years, maybe. And I mean, I think Phil Neville is probably not the the answer there. So maybe the maybe the <laughs> you don't he's think brought so? him along a long way, hasn't he? I don't know. I guess I haven't really. Found uh, ask 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 fans final. of their team because they thought that their tactics against us were wretched. Really, but um, they've been. Who knows? I mean, they give us a run for if, if the FA the English FA you know prioritizes it, maybe they make a they. You know, take a boatload of money to her place. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe uh, not. Maybe she'll get an offer in the U. In the men's game. You know, it's not that totally outside the realm of possibilities. It's not. And um, it's funny because I, I don't think she was that beloved by the players, by the senior players specifically. Like, I don't think they're going to be that sad that she's leaving, from what I hear. But. Uh, just an interesting tidbit that someone that successful isn't like super beloved by the people who won two World Cups with her is crazy to me. But I mean, it's hard maybe. not to be successful with that team that <laughs> that you can assemble in the U.S. I mean, you could find a way. I, I could I mean, find, you a can way always to lose. find a way. Yeah, I'm really good at finding ways to lose <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, cool. Any anybody have any hot insight on who is going to be replacing her? I, there's like quite a few candidates really, and. I, I, I don't ha- I don't have no, I, I, much the, idea. There's been talk of, and I'm saying this at risk of getting his name wrong, but I think his last name is Samuelson. He's the a- he's the assistant man bun. Yeah. Um, that he w- he was apparently a candidate for the job when it last came open and just wasn't ready for it or just didn't get it either way. So if they want to just kind of g- maintain the status quo, maybe he's the front runner. I mean, the people that I follow on Twitter, frankly, that are more in tune to the sort of thing than I am, they threw out a few names of um, of NWLSL coaches. The one of them is the Thorns coach, who's younger than everybody here but Jacob, which kind of <laughs> which kind of throws me off. We're, like, uh, like we're a, not young anymore, though. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like Speak thirty-two or thirty-five or something like that, and wow. it's like wow, that's a that'd be a higher, I guess. But I'm gonna just cop to saying that I don't know enough about yeah. those guys to say who would be better than the other. It's going to be interesting. So they're going to they're going to inherit an amazing team with one year to go before the Olympics and with sky high well, expectations. Well, less than a year. I mean, qualifying is going to happen in the spring, crazy. I guess. So. It's going to be interesting, dude. And they're going to have a tough call. they got to cut three players from that team with only 20-player rosters for the Olympics. Oh, really? Well, yeah, but 
I gotta think a few of those players are just gonna take this opportunity to hang it up, on the, at least on a national I level. I, I unless they really, that. unless they really like who? Well, like Carly Lloyd. This and this has something to do too with the Olympics. She's not stepping down. Well, I know, but I'm so impressed down. that she's doing what she's doing, and yeah. she's older than me. <laughs> My legs don't work. <laughs> Nothing I mean, works anymore. There, there's a whole, there's a whole Nothing? debate in of itself no. as to how important the Olympics really are. I think if we hadn't not if we hadn't just crashed out of it in 2016, it might have been a different conversation. Like like. Right. How, how big a deal is Olympic soccer, really? I mean, they tweak it on the men's side for to make it right. different than. I think on the, the women's side, events. it's pretty well responded. Yeah, it's top. And it's a pretty big deal for the men if we can finally make it. Um, is it though? But that's it, a whole different. I'm not going to derail us like that. Sorry. Well, but of I mean, but like we we have. I mean, Carly might. Who knows if Carly's going to keep with it. I mean, frankly, I think she'll keep with it until she's ninety if they'll let her. I, I really do think that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's stepping down at any time. Megan Rapinoe could, if like I, we, I love her, and I'm not suggesting that she would do this, but like, she could go get paid tomorrow doing just about anything on the planet. She, yeah, she just and signed a book deal, right? Like, yeah. Really so, like, she, if she wanted to say, you know what, I'm good. You got let's let's hand the reins to Mallory Pugh or whatever. Right. That could happen. I mean. Who else is should have? Who else is kind of? I mean, there's love Mallory. There's obviously a lot of players on that roster that aren't going to probably be around come twenty. What's the next? Twenty twenty three. Yeah. But like the ones, you just kind of have to figure in your head. Like, at what point do we? And that's up to the next coach, I guess. Too. It's like, yep. do you do you start to think like you know maybe we think let's give Tierna Davidson a shot instead of Becky Sauerbrunn or something like that. So Becky's got to get a goal. We're all yeah. Well, yeah, we're all in on she that. She has to. Real quick, <laughs> how many? Caps, do you guys think Becky has without a goal? We did this in St. Louis. And um, we recorded it the night before. Uh, so 160. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I could be way, way off. I have no idea. I th- my knee jerk is that Corey is highballing it a bit, and it's yeah. more like 140. That was going to be what I was going to amend. Uh, I mean, no idea. Are we in the one? S- are we in the trivia? So portion? no, we have not made it to trivia yet. We gotta hurry. But that. but Becky, one sixty five without a goal. Swish. Nice. Who says I can't host this fucking thing? <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to break. Sixty five. Let's talk about our silver medal in the uh, men's gold cup competition. We are World Cup champions of uh, the Woo! World Cup. Ow! Woo! Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, let's go to a break. We've already celebrated. <laughs> yeah, that's been a, it was a long night. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to break. Uh, we'll talk to you on the other side. Enjoy the music. Jacob Warnicky with the AO public service announcement. Hey guys, we've finally begun the member transfer to our new member portal for anyone who had a PayPal membership. If you have a member portal account already and have already migrated, you can ignore this message and skip ahead in the podcast. Uh, here's a reminder of what you're getting with an account on the member portal. Your own individual login to the AO member portal. No more searching old emails for password. Uh, easy access to member discounts, direct links to buy U.S. game tickets in the AO section, easily manage your member info such as shipping address, shirt size, and payment. Um, 
simple instructions to start your transfer. If you have already created a new account, you just need to, oh, we have already created your new account. You just need to go to members.theamericanoutlaws.com slash invitations slash find. You'll once there enter your email um, that your membership is associated with. It'll resend the transfer email. Um, click on the button in the email, verify your membership information and add payment to keep it auto renewing each year. If not already on your account, some accounts we were able to transfer payment from PayPal. Um, again, that link is members.theamericanoutlaws.com slash invitation slash find. We will also put that link in the show notes. So Justin will do that for you. Uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, please note, once you have verified and completed setting up your account, we will cancel your auto renew on PayPal and you will receive an email from PayPal confirming this. You do not need to cancel your PayPal auto renewal. Your membership will still be active and you will continue continue to renew through our new system as long as your account on the portal has valid payment attached is that it that's it oh come on now it's everyone transfer simple. over simple if you haven't already it's a way better system it's better for all can't wait to have you uh transfer over it's really easy really easy matt already did it he's on the other side of this room over here it's super simple uh, if you have any questions, how do they get a hold of us? Uh, you can email us at info at the American Outlaws or portal at the American Outlaws for portal transfer specific questions. Uh, again, that link, members.theamericanoutlaws.com slash invitations slash find. Uh, thanks to the whole crew here that's really helped do this. It has been a nightmare, but we're going to make it as easy as possible for you. Appreciate it, Jacob. Thanks, Justin. Now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Justin, Matt, and Jacob here in the room with me. Hey guys, how was your break? Amazing. How many hot dogs do you eat? Oh, the most delicious two red dogs you can get. <laughs> they are literally red. Why are they red? Also, I should mention we're not actually. We're in Nebraska. Red number five. <laughs> this is more we're of a hopeful. <laughs> we are not sponsored by them, but that would be fantastic. I do love myself a red dog. Mm-hmm. Well, when you get about the football games, the the, the throwball games, excuse me, uh, it's like they like soak them in butter or something. They're so much better. Yeah. They're at so the much better at games. Memorial Stadium. Again, at throwball. Yeah, they're like three hours old by the time you get it. Sure, but when they've been you know, seriously like just marinating in like butter or lard or something, mm. they're just like, bun and all. <laughs> Sounds like Nebraska. Yeah, that's awesome for sure. They are like way better at games for some reason. Although I'm gonna just a quick food segue, and I know some people that went to the Gold Cup match at Allianz Field in St. Paul got to indulge. They had cheese curds that that place yeah. was just next level. <laughs> Trevin right. had like some they, too. I didn't. They might have, have taken them. a. I, I actually Venmoed Trevin to make sure he got some. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't there for that game. I was up there a month prior for a Minnesota United game, uh, and they were just. Something about they were just next level. They were well. Just I so will confirm. I saw him with a basket of uh, cheese curds, so he did have them. He's a vegetarian. He needs his protein. <laughs> so yeah, that stadium was fun. That stadium was great. Oh my god, that was a fun game for sure. So I got to at least get to that Gold Cup game before uh, I head off to France for the Women's World Cup. So 
That was uh, that was awesome. So that was a four nil win against Guy, Guyana, right? Guyana. Yeah. Uh, Love Guyana. Hey, let's, amazing time game. in Guyana. We can do a lightning round recap of the Gold Cup. I'll go through result by result. Each of you give me one sent your one sentence thought on the game. All right. Four nil win against Guyana in Minneapolis St. Paul. Justin, your one sentence one word review. Either one sentence or one word. What we're supposed to do, Matt. I see you, Tyler Boyd. <laughs> nice. Jacob? Matt stole mine. <laughs> uh, Guyana has a soccer team. That's mine. Uh, next one Love was a airport, 6-0 win against Trinidad in Cleveland. It wasn't payback. I think this was the Saturday night yeah. game. Mine's a we're back. And I'm not saying that from the team point of view, but like... Just the enthusiasm of the fan base. We are back. That was like the first game. I just like really realized it. That was three sentences, but good enough. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, I watched that game in a, a burgeoning microbrewery in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. Look that one up on a map, everybody. Um, Panhandle. It, but it had a, that game was a blast even to watch with you know my friends. Uh, Aaron Long had a brace. Anytime you can get a center back a brace, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Am I right? He yes. three yeah. sentences. He, for he me scored a, defender, a goal yes. where he used his chest instead of heading the ball in. It was fantastic. I Yeah, after that goal, I had somebody gave me uh, – Trevin had a great joke. He goes, shouldn't that goal count for Areola? Mm. <laughs> ah, come on, guys. Mm. Boo. That's going to be a positive here? review. Get that review out there. If you enjoyed that was a if you joke. enjoyed that joke, please leave a review. If you dislike that joke, also, not, please re- No, <laughs> if you don't like it, there's plenty of great podcasts out there. Yeah, with you, go to another podcast. But if, you I, like that, I mean, if you don't like that joke, this isn't a podcast for you. <laughs> and, and Jacob already said we're not using the payback narrative here, but Trinidad just looked completely checked out of that game. I mean, they made. I mean, Zardes played well. After about two, three goals, yeah, they just completely gave up. Jacob, any one, any thought on that, or should we move to the next one? I said that wasn't payback. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that was the one that I'll remember as just yeah the culture, like Brunken said. Hey, speaking of memorable, who do we play the next game? <laughs> I think it's a team we've played a thousand times. Uh, that City in the last that I was gonna say. My sense is like, here we go again. I, I, I'm gonna, so go, in Kansas let's, City. let's rewind back to the draw. Um, I'm making quote marks with my hand on this one because it wasn't a draw. It was like rigged from the get-go. And I'm like, because we could get tickets, obviously. We got the tickets before we knew who we were playing. Yeah. We knew it was going to be in Kansas City. We knew it was yeah. going to be the last group stage match. Right. We had no idea who we were going to play, except for it wasn't going to be like Mexico and Costa Rica. And I'm just like, the thing's happening. Right now. And I'm like, we're going to play Panama. We're going to play Panama. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. happen. And then it did. So, like, four of the five last games in Kansas City have all been against Panama. I, I have been to... It's like three or four of the last... Uh, I've been to four Panama games in my life. Well, excuse me. I've been to three. I had a ticket to the game in Kansas City. I ended up selling it for real work reasons. But that was the only one that I... That was the, that would have been the second one that I can remember off the top of my head. They, we played them in the group stage. We've played them, what, now? How many group stages in a row? We didn't play them in 2017, in but 2015 we played them in Kansas City. That was the hottest game yeah, I've like ever been to in my entire degrees. life. Hey, hey, no, I, I know for a fact that's not true. Was That wasn't the hottest game you'd ever been to, because that game was a night game, okay. and by then it cheered. But it was also a hottest game was game. Nashville in 2017. That game took a year uh, off my life. Okay, yeah, yeah that was also a group Because it was at 2 in the afternoon. 
Some of it is is the location of the tailgate and the yeah. asphalt in the parking lot, and, and also like, playing in the. In the if you're behind of, the grill, yeah. that that too. So that I would agree that KC game is the hottest game I've ever been to in my entire hard. life because and, I was behind the grill and I. Nashville 2017, we were literally cheering for cr- clouds. <laughs> but maybe that has something to do that. with the fact that all respect to, to Panama, but like every time we play them, it seems like it's just a slog. Oh yeah, and for. That's their strategy, maybe because it tends to kind of work on us. If they want to get a 1-1 draw on us, they know what to do. Yeah. So, but, I mean, we, I guess it wasn't a 1-1 draw this time, courtesy of a point-blank Josie bicycle kick, <laughs> which is the goal that game deserved. <laughs> That's true. Anything? All uh, right. I guess all I'll just have to say is shout-out to my friend Zach, sitting right next to him at the game, well, standing at the game, uh, called bicycle kick before the corner kick. Really? Yeah, Ooh, that's pretty does, impressive. Okay, so does he call bicycle kick every corner kick? No, it was the. <laughs> he was just out of nowhere. He was like, yeah. bicycle kick here. Huh. That's impressive. That is impressive. So we move on to the quarterfinal against CUW, which I think is Curacao, right? <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right. That was Blake. I still don't know if I'm saying it right. That game was. That was a 1 0. That, that game was hard. Whew, that, that was well, tough. Curacao's got Curacao's not they got, nearly yeah, as they bad got as. Some, they got some game. They. they uh, their keeper is now um, Columbus's keeper. It's all right. Uh, Eloy, I think he's got a weird name. It's like Eloy Room. His last name is Room, as in the Room, the greatest film ever made. But um, <laughs> like, I don't. I, that game is honestly kind of a blur to me now because there were so many other ones going on. But they they played. It was a slot. They didn't yeah. do against us. And Curious I don't, who scored? It. Anybody remember? McKinney. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that yeah. early? Twenty fifth minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we won. That's all that matters. Yeah, Next but, one was yeah. sorry. Well, no. Yeah, I was I was watching these games and Curacao and Haiti looked really good. Like, like twice as good as like a Honduras, which was just oh, yeah. awful. Yeah. And they have Costa Rica got, didn't even look that horrible. good. No. Costa Rica looked bad. They had a bad tournament. And Curacao has a lot of guys that just aren't good enough to make the Dutch team. Right. So they sure. ship so, them over there, and they're. Real good, right? Yeah, yeah. So no, I'll, I'll respect to him. It was just a hard game to watch. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a good one nil victory. To be fair, we're, we're getting to the games now where I was watching at three a.m. So it's like you have a full yeah. day. You you try to sleep for like an hour, hour and a half, then get up and watch this game. <laughs> yeah, no, that game that game didn't in the lobby on a laptop computer. Where was that game? Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. and it was like a Sunday night. So I believe so, yes. Yeah, it was. Weekends. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was hard. Because I went straight from our indoor game, I remember. I honestly can't remember who we played next. Uh, uh, next, we played Jamaica in the uh, yeah. semifinals in uh, Nashville. We won 3-1. Three, three goals to one. I'm trying to remember that game. I don't remember. Rain, rain, matter. go away. We had an hour and a half lightning oh, delay. that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, we ended up oh. taking the drums from the section because they made us all go out of the section. We didn't have to take drums with us, but we took them up onto the concourse and we had an hour and a half party just singing and I dancing. That. Ooh, that'd be cool. All across. I went back to sleep during that. That game delay. was. Don't pretty, blame you. That game. That was. Uh, Pull a sick and Weston just kind of took that game over. Yeah, Weston there. scored in the ninth minute. And then Pulisic had yeah. two in the second half that no, closed not, it not, out. I'm not saying anything controversial here, but if that game hadn't gotten delayed for 90 minutes, we would have probably just rolled them. Oh, oh we yeah. were. We came Definitely. out like yeah, yeah. crazy in that game, right? Mm-hmm. That was the one where, yeah, we were just throttling mm-hmm. them. That was a good one. And then uh, the final, 
in Chicago. Didn't Same day as the Women's World Cup final. That was a long day. <laughs> I was so tired yeah, by the, at watching that game at CJ's. It was. I got to be honest. Eight hours after we had won a World Cup, I had a migraine the entire game. There were Mexican fans blowing horns directed right <laughs> at us, not trying to keep any beat, just to annoy us. So it was it working. Was, Respect. It, it worked. You're good at that. Yes. Yeah. That, so. It was. It was. I remember at halftime of that game. I mean. So we, we won the World Cup in the morning. Uh, a lot of people partied all day. Our pregame party started at like 2 in the afternoon, and the game wasn't until 8. So hung out all day, went into the stadium. I remember at halftime turning around. We, we kept up the energy during the oh, game yeah, pretty admirably. No, our section was really good during we the final. Surrounded. A lot of energy. I mean, it was 75,000 Mexico oh, fans, yeah. probably, or 70,000. It's 000. a 60,000-seat stadium. 80,000-seat stadium, and <laughs> we, we had a bet on this last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, of the 60,000, it was probably 50,000 Mexico fans at least. And Easily. Like, yeah. We were just surrounded, and I remember at halftime looking back, and everybody was just in their seat, like ready to fall asleep. It had just been a long day, and Mex- you know, Mexico wasn't celebrating a World Cup win all day, so uh, it w- they had that advantage on us. Uh, actually, tough, they might have been celebrating World Cup victory because when they announced the U.S. women's team won the World Cup during the day, they, uh, in the section, the entire stadium got super excited because I talked to several Mexican fans. They're like, we love the U.S. women's oh, yeah. team. That's true. So they were easily celebrating. Not as hard as we were, but they were definitely excited that we'd won it. The folks in that stadium were, were their B People like winners. Huh. Not me. But that game was what it was, I guess. I don't, I don't It was a fun game. It was, it was intense. Obviously, they came out in the second half and knew what they were doing a lot better than we did. The we could have scored we two scored or three early on. And I, I, I'm going to give Burhalter the benefit of the doubt for a little while longer, at least until some stakes are on the line. I'm sorry, the Gold Cup final. We're, we're Mexico cool. missing four or five regular starters, yeah, now, which but, is kind of worrying because we had our A team, but we, we, we had all we, our A minus team. Yeah, we had some we had some injuries, but we had injuries. We had no one that we weren't picking. Just Beasley for no wasn't reason. there. We didn't uh, have John Brooks. <laughs> no Beasley. No Beasley. <laughs> um, but Sergeant. I mean, some of the subs <laughs> towards the end of that game were a little baffling to me, and I never heard really any explanation for them. Definitely. Like subbing out a defensive-minded left back for a defensive-minded left yeah. back. Oh, yeah. When you're down one nothing with 10 minutes left, and you've got Tyler Boyd, who had been playing pretty damn well. Yeah. I love that guy. And I, there was some narratives there that I don't. we don't need to get into. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to... But like, why do you do that? Like, yeah. you win the damn game. Put in, you he know. Was a, definitely outcoached that game for everything like, I, I read anyway. Maybe, but no, no offense to Daniel Lovitz, but like, what the heck does he offer in that situation? Right. So I cannot contribute to this conversation. I was uh, half awake watching this game. One <laughs> eye. So was I, and it was oh my god, ten o'clock at night. Really? Oh, <laughs> this is three a.m. Uh, in France, and we did go out all night, and so oh, yeah. I w- what? CONCACAF and FIFA, here's an idea. Not have it on the same day. <laughs> yeah. So we can properly be fans for both games. Yeah, I fully believe the CONCACAF guy when they're like, yeah, we weren't paying attention. Yeah. I, fully, I, I think <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. 100%. Why would he lie? If you're going to lie, that's yeah. not your lie. That is the worst <laughs> lie you could have. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I mean, at least I it was a clerical error, right? 
Yeah. Thank, I mean, well, thank goodness the yes. game was in France and not, you know, someplace in the Western Hemisphere. We'd have had to really worry about the timing on that. But I think at that point, it wasn't they, would good. Have, they would have adjusted something. But it was not good. No, it's oh, well. stupid. Yeah. Hopefully they'll learn their lesson, but I guarantee you they haven't. So. But it's the Gold Cup. We it was much like every other Gold Cup we've come to know and love, and we'll see y'all again well, in 2021, I guess. Yeah, you remember before before we went into the tournament, we went around the room with Christopher Donahue in this room, and we said, "What what does success look like at this Gold Cup?" And we all said, "If we make the final, that's a successful tournament," and we did that. So and we, we didn't get trucked. Think. No, we I'll won take every it, game honestly. except the last one. Right? I mean, the second half seemed like we did, but yeah. They but turned it on on us for sure. Yeah, it could have been. And Berhalter was out coached. Yeah, but we could have we I could mean, have been two 0 up by that point. Good point. I, I mean, the day was disappointed. We all had super high expectations. Like, let's make this a day. But I mean, looking back on it, yeah, it was what we expect. I mean, it was what we expected. And there were some bright spots. We gave up two goals in six games. Right. Like before After, the tournaments, we thought no, I know. we were gonna just. We had to shoot goals constantly. Trash friendlies against Venezuela and Jamaica. Jamaica, even. Where it's just like, what are we even? I mean, they were putting out like the C squad, and if that's what Greg's plan was all along, then fine, whatever. But Pulisic was so unbelievable in that, like in person, seeing him just swerve around people is unbelievable. He did that all tournament, but like Mexico, who's obviously the class of Concacaf. Like seeing him just dribble around people and be able to take the ball in tight areas and yeah. not even blink Zip and just them. It's pretty beat amazing. three guys. It was so impressive. Yeah, he this is living up to the hype. Yeah, how's he been? You're a Chelsea fan, right? How's he been yeah. doing for them? Pretty good. I, I saw those two goals. So uh, I saw highlights of him score two goals, two fantastic goals through a penalty he again did. when they were playing RB Salzburg, I believe. Yeah. And then it's preseason, so can't take too much out of it. But right. uh, watched them play Munch and Gladback the other day. I couldn't confirm that. Yes. Uh, kind of looked uh, – Chelsea were a little choppy in the first half. Kind of looked like when we struggled and he kind of just put the team on his back. Yeah. And just – Does he start um, Sunday against Menu? I think he will. Uh, William hasn't been back in training for Chelsea yet. Right, this is not the Chelsea so. podcast hour. Let's <laughs> just kidding. I asked. We have Nick Verlaney in his Chelsea podcast. Yes, <laughs> that we could do a shout out. That's a pretty good podcast. Who's William? Does he play in CONCACAF? No. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Never heard of him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so how many Pulisic jerseys do you own at the moment? Uh, I just ordered one. So <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> uh, as not, soon as they announced his number, I I'm not a Chelsea fan, and like I'm thinking about buying one. <laughs> really? I don't know. God, I can't wear a Chelsea jersey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, what do you think the future is going into the Nations League? Then, I what. Uh, Scale of one to five, like Cuba and Canada. How much powerhouses and I, I am having a hard time getting worked up about the Nations League. I, yeah. I mean, it's meaningful. I'm using quote marks again. Soccer in between. Um, the only other thing we've got going on is, I mean, I don't. Uh, with the new qualifying format, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know what's going on in Concacaf anymore. No, what, did you ever though? No, I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was like figured out. If you win the Gold Cup and or eventually like the two Gold Cups, you go to the Confederations Cup. Confederation Cup doesn't exist anymore. And uh, so, what are you playing the Gold Cup for other than like a local pride and? Uh, 
you know, the cup itself. But sure. Nations League, what's that for? Is it all just to build your FIFA rankings so that you'd make it to the hex? Because what uh, I don't well, know what's going on. It's probably all for money is what it... Well, yeah, I know that. But I mean... But how do, how I do guess we sell what, this to fans the, to be like, this stuff matters? I mean, the measuring stick, I guess, well, selling it to fans about what matters is, I mean, kind of a different conversation. But, I mean, in, Europe just did it, the same <laughs> damn thing, and we're just cribbing that. And who won the whole thing? Portugal? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so. Right? One. Did they, did they have a final for it? Yeah, yeah they, they did. They, Portugal final. hosted... So they had like a four-team playoff, and Portugal had the most points from the group stage or something. So they hosted the four-team playoff. I I, I, I think we're having the same uh, thing. Yeah, that's exactly what we have. We have uh, four-team. So the winner of of each of the groups basically play in a semi and then in a final. That's what it goes to? Yeah, that's it. One game semi, one game 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 final. final. And I think it... It's a random draw, too. Is it March... Yeah. Next March. Yep. Next. Yep. Next year. Um, yeah. Because, so uh, there's no first round qualifying for us, and so it, we nope. the top uh, six teams in FIFA rankings at a certain time. I don't know what that date is. Like get right into the hex. And they gifted us Canada and Cuba. All right. Well. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of this goes down to it's not meant to be for us. It's for those C nations, the nations that are in Group C. The ones that are now getting totally to give them more World Cup qualifying. Like, I get that. And I think, aren't they eventually using this for Gold Cup qualification? But we're for America. The what about teams? us? Yeah, they are. I think they already did for this, I think. Yeah, I think they did Don't for them. quote me on that, listeners. Uh, but for this last one, yeah. Because they didn't. They, the field wasn't settled until like March. That's so true. now, now we don't get any of that crazy nervousness and first round qualifying playing in Aruba. I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> that <laughs> direct, I mean, shitty field. Go directly to the hex. Do not pass go. But FIFA's, FIFA keeps in CONCACAF to keep finding ways to n- sterilize qualification for us. But like, I mean, I, we don't, we kind of come out the same way on that one as but we used to. It's, it's like the Canada's of the world where it's just like, oh, sorry guys. But if you're not, yeah, if you're not Are, ranked, Top six in the FIFA rankings, are, which who knows, FIFA rankings are already ridiculous. Are we going to so, effectively uh, not Canada? Is Canada playing us? Well, in Canada's this not right. No, they're not right now. They're like they're like high seventies, I think. They're, they're like, like they're seven not, or eight in Concacaf. Yeah, they're seven or eight. Or no, I think they're not seven. I know that because Panama's just outside at the seventh highest. Yeah, rate. but like, and uh, I think they, Jamaica's but, out. No, Trinidad is out too. So there might be eight. So Canada might be nine or ten. So are they effectively when we play them in this fall in this Nations League thing? Are they effectively playing for World Cup qualification? Yeah, because you have to build yourself like, up to that top six. Because if not, all the so the top six ranked at a certain time okay. get in the hex, right? So I've got it pulled up. You know okay. what? Go ahead. Okay, so we have Mexico, us. Costa Rica. It's the U.S., Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Mexico, us, Costa Rica, Jamaica, Honduras, El Salvador. El Salvador's... Honduras and El Salvador both look so bad. They're ranked 67 and 68. Panama's 74. Canada's 78. Oh, so, okay, they're right after Panama. Then Trinidad and Tobago. Then Curacao. Curacao, wow. Haiti, Trinidad and Tobago (laughs) is 101. They've dropped... (laughs) <laughs> wow so, so okay maybe the narrative then is that the, the, the nation's league matters for like the canada's of the world and you know what i'm all for 
just ruining Canada's hopes. I, yeah. but if you really enjoy watching them suck. Yeah. But the problem is, if you're not in that top six, you are playing. Uh, you're playing this other, I don't know, the whole tournament that they're playing yeah, for. It's, it's they're playing ridiculous. to play against the fourth place team in the Hex to then play playing. against yeah. another federation. Right. They switch it every time. Regions team to get the half spot. I mean, that is insane. It's, if you're not in the top six. It's that, a long winding road. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, so you're playing for everything on FIFA rankings. And FIFA, we all know FIFA rankings are super accurate. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They've gotten better, to be they, fair. But they had to change them because of, super was it the last World Cup or Euros where, was it Poland who were a seeded team going into the World yeah. Cup? And they, because oh, yeah. they didn't play they any friendlies. Didn't play friendlies. Yeah, because they so it didn't did bring some them. math and decided playing no friendlies is going to help them. And then they got a seed in the World Cup. So, yeah. There you go. Did nothing with bullshit. it. There you go. Well, we look forward to it, don't we? It's sure. coming up in November, October. Uh, uh, it's right October. We have. Yep, October 11th. Two October to sixteenth ish. Yeah. And then uh, November, middle of November. So. Is it true that the game in Cuba is? Not we already know it's not going to be in. I mean. We already know it's not going to be in Cuba. It's not going to be in Cuba. I, I mean, we're not supposed out. to tell people not to buy tickets yet, but it, we we've it's out there. Well, I think it, for something like that, it's safe to say. Although, yeah, because uh, Canada's already not playing their game in Cuba. Canada's playing in Panama City. Huh. Yep. But there's also out there a rumor uh, the Cayman Islands as well. Okay. And in the Canada. Oh wait, when, are, when is the the men's basketball, Nebraska basketball is playing down there too? It's <laughs> yeah. like a whole month of it. Oh yeah. When <laughs> is that? Oh man. Go and, uh, watch some basketball. Watch some soccer. And for all those wanting to go to the away game against Canada in Toronto, those tickets go on sale Monday. Oh. Monday. The Monday, Monday August, what? Like eleven. The upcoming Monday. This podcast will be out before then. August 12th. 12th. August 12th. You heard it here first. You yes. heard it here last. Uh, yes, and so we'll have a section there, and you'll have opportunity. Let's fill that. Um, Toronto's not that far away. It'd be amazing. A? A. Sorry. Jacob, I hear we have a game. Is that correct? Yes, we have a quick, rapid-fire We love games here on this podcast. Trivia. I've got seven Women's World Cup questions and five from the Gold Cup. Are you guys ready? No. What's, what's the what's the format? What's the format? I don't do stats. Do we have to I do feelings. Okay. So this podcast. Yeah. The way we'll do this is not raise our hands because it's a podcast. So you'll have to say your say, name. Say your name. Yeah. I think that's how you've previously like done this. Beyonce does it, and that's the way okay. we do it. So we'll start with the World Cup because we won the World Cup. Woo! Did we? <laughs> uh, so. We'll start with which U.S. field player played the most minutes in the Women's World Cup? Yes. I'm going to say Neher. Field player. Corey. Corey. A field, field player. player. <laughs> yeah, she plays on the field. <laughs> Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt. I'm gonna, I think it was Abby Dalkemper. You are correct. Oh, That's interesting. Should I keep track of scores or how's wow. this? Wow. You can. Okay. Well, I mean, like, she probably played a full game every game except for. She started every game and only subbed out once. She's Chile. So she was a Chile, Chile game. I think she subbed out of the Chile game. Yep. Uh, so she her and Nair were the only players it. to play or to start and play in all seven games, hmm. okay. I believe. Hmm. Unless Carly played all seven games. I am uh, instituting a rule. You have to finish the question before you can buzz in. You didn't. Nobody did it wrong. I'm just. Okay. Saying. 
Okay. So, Give the question. listeners at home a second to think. Next question. Who was the youngest player on the team? Matt. Matt. Not me, but it was Tierna <laughs> Davidson. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Uh, what year was Davidson born? Is this a third question or is this, this an is a third add-on? question? This is a bonus question. No, this is a the, bonus this point. This is a third question. Corey. Oh. Corey. I'm just taking a step. Uh, 2002. <laughs> You, I'm deferring to I, I, I'm going to guess, but I'll let the other guy do it Dude, first. Uh, Justin. I don't know. Uh, 90. 1890? Yeah. <laughs> 98. Correct. Yes! yes. I think she's let's 20. Let's go. She's 20. But I wasn't sure. 21 later like, this let's year. Let's go. Yeah. She's just a little bit younger than This is way better in the game. I have to eat cupcakes. Well, I guess I should have guessed it because I would have right. when I mess up. Uh, question four. Uh, question four. Which player was subbed on the most? Corey. Corey. Carly Lloyd? Correct. Fuck yeah. With, please don't answer as a question. This is not Jeopardy. What is Carly Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good job, Corey. Thank okay, you. so we have an attendance question now. What was the announced attendance of the final? You have to get it exactly right. We'll, we'll go closest <laughs> to it for this one. Uh, I'm trying to remember the stadium. Of the final? Uh, so we'll start with Corey. How the fuck would I know that? Uh, I'm going to say 25,069. No. Way more than that. Uh, Justin, of course, was in the stadium. Yeah, everybody. Justin was there, so he was one of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna, I know it's closer to uh, oh, try closer to fifty thousand. Um, There's like forty. I'd say forty-seven thousand. Matt, um, I'm gonna say forty-seven thousand and one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is the winner. It's fifty-seven thousand nine hundred. Oh, fifty-seven thousand. I knew. I was thinking. Yes, I, I mean, they announced it in the stadium, and if something's. Uh, I was thinking I mean, it's 47,000. I, I didn't know it was 60. Did, did you all, slight derail, did you all ever hear why the final was there instead of Paris? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't remember like, why. It was a newer stadium, wasn't it? This, well, it sucked. Uh, the stadium <laughs> was fine, but like just being like a supporter, you like you had to bus or train into the stadium. There's nothing around the stadium, mm-hmm. uh, so we had to find this place that was close to the train station, which was awesome. They ran out of beer. Good job, American Outlaws out there. <laughs> they did not stock enough beer. Yeah, it's so much fun there. We had like this uh, cool club area, oh, whatever. Uh, but uh, you had to train either to the stadium or take a bus, and that was the only way. Yeah. Like in Paris, it was amazing because you could have that march. You could find really cool venues that you could tailgate there. There's stuff all and, around it. Oh, all around it. Like I don't understand why it wasn't in Paris. So the atmosphere would have been so much better. It's a Dick's Sporting Goods Park kind of situation. Yeah, yeah it's out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's a newer stadium, and it's very nice. Okay. But it was crazy. Uh, here's another tangent, too. Like The security was so crazy at this final game. Uh, that they had like Big Brother up top in the stadium. Every time you walked in with the scarf, they had to like you had to like hold the scarf up to like the top of the stadium, and they had to give approval for it. They kept stopping <laughs> oh, people walking in, and they thought like like our chapter scarves were like uh, political statements, like you know A.O. Houston, blah blah blah. When they had like American Saints on the other side of the scarf, they wouldn't let them in. They took the scarves, and like we had to go back there and help these fans out. I was crazy. Oh geez. Like, they didn't want anything political stuff. Like she believed she could. So she did. Yeah, they were and seriously something pain. like that that they, they wouldn't were even let like, in. Take them out and sniper. I mean, they didn't speak very good English, but still, they That's they hold it up. Ridiculous. Anyways, that okay. was crazy. Go Next ahead. question. This is a two pointer, so <laughs> there's two different answers. Oh boy. Uh, the two goal scorers in the final were Rapino and Lavelle. What are the closest AO chapters to their hometown? Matt. Uh, Matt. <sighs> Damn it. 
Uh, Rapino is the, well. Uh, I'll get I'll get uh, Roosevelt out of the way. It's you know, Cincy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, I forgot what scarf we had for Megan. These <laughs> were game in oh, the videos, which we did. Uh, I, I won't take too long. Um, it was like, was it Ao? Do we have like a? Do we have a chapter in like Truckee or Pomona or something? Nope. Corey. Uh, I'm not going to get it right. I was going to say A.O. Santa Rosa, but I don't nope. think that's right. Justin. I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. We have one point from Matt. You can write that. I know. That since yeah. he was, uh, since no, he was amazing. Our, uh, do you know? Here's another tangent. I love talking about A.O. stuff on this podcast, but like uh, our Cincy chapter actually put a a piece of the TIFO they did for Rose Lavelle that had her holding like roses at the game they had in Cincy and framed it for her. And like they gave it to her. And so she's like, has it up in her house. That's cool. Yeah, super cool. So, uh, but Megan Rapino, oh my God. Ao Redlands? Ah! Nope. Oh, that's uh, actually you Redlands. Got a in, or you got to buzz in, brother. That's not bad. I don't know. I already buzzed. It me. was Redding, California. Oh, Redding, yeah. Oh, that was close. You were very close. That's right. All right, no points. No, on okay. Well, Matt got one point. Matt got one point. That's good. Uh, so, during the Women's World Cup, seven games, the U.S. women scored 25 goals. There was a team in the Premier League in 38 games, scored 22 goals. What was that team? Brighton, Hove, Albion. Seagulls. No. No? We're talking last year? <laughs> yes, last Premier League season. 25 goals. No, they had 22. Oh, the women wait. scored 25 goals in seven oh, games. Oh. And, the, and in the Premier League, they played 38. They played 38 games. Oh, this team uh, scored 22 goals. Matt. Just, oh. Matt. Fuck. <laughs> I'll just say Huddersfield. Yeah, you, you are say. correct. That's what I was gonna say. I was, about to, I was like, who was? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't my cottagers because I know they at least had a few games where they scored more than two. Okay, and that's so it for women's World Cup game. Or All right, trivia. Thank On you. to the Gold Cup trivia. Oh, man, Matt has this for sure. Uh, who sure. scored the first goal for the U.S. in the Gold Cup? Matt. Matt. Tyler Boyd? Yeah, that's nope. what I was going to say. Yeah, no, I, know. I, that was, I had the second Corey. guess it once I said Corey. it. Weston McKinney? Wrong. Justin? Shit. Oh, God. Um. Uh, shoot, I can't testament remember. to how memorable that game was. I know. <laughs> Tyler Boyd had a brace. Tyler Boyd yeah, did have two scored. goals in that game. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Corey Aaron Long? No. Are you done? Paul Areola. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say that, too. Yes. Uh, next question. Which two players led the team in goals scored during the tournament? Matt. Matt. Giazzi? Yes. He's one. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> um, Face goals count for three. Yes, for sure. How many did, did you have? How many he had? I do have how many they had. Does that matter? How many? Uh, it's three. He had three. And just for the for the just for the gold cup. Yes. That's the thing I just said out loud. Um because I'm thinking of a bunch of guys who I know I had two. Uh Pulisic didn't score three. I was gonna ask uh, I don't uh, think so. He had two in one game, didn't he? If that's my one point, if somebody yeah, else wants I was to, trying to think actually have a legit the game. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I mean, not no, I I've got I I have a few guys in my head who I know had two. But I, I'm trying to think of a guy who had three. That this looks like a seven-way tie for two. But I'm nope. guessing what I'm guessing Jacob's suggesting that somebody had three goals. 
There was <laughs> wasn't, another player that, that who wasn't, had three goals. That wasn't uh, Jazzy. That was, correct. You got us stumped. Who was it? It was Christian Pulisic. It was it Pulisic? Okay. Huh. Do um, I get that then? I'm going to give myself that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many different it. goal scorers did the U.S. have during the Gold Cup? Fuck. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm going to say Corey. Corey. There's no penalty for wrong answers. <laughs> I'm going to say seven. Correct. <laughs> Corey so, from deep. Call it a comeback. So we had Josie, Pulisic, Zardis, Boyd, Ariola, Long, and McKinney. Hells yeah. Um, another attendance-based question. What was the average attendance of U.S. games? <laughs> you have to get it exactly right. We'll, uh, we'll do closest again. This also includes the final. This includes the final. Which yeah, use it by a which is an outlier. I'm gonna say uh, J- Justin. Justin. Well, everybody gets a guess. Everyone gets so. a guess, but you can go first. <laughs> Be first, I Shit. guess. <laughs> I'm gonna say thirty-three thousand. Uh, so you weren't living. <laughs> uh, I was getting closer to forty, so I was to say thirty-eight thousand. Well, yeah, I'm gonna bring it, Casey I'm gonna, was twenty thousand. I'm gonna bring it down to twenty-nine thousand. Holy cow! Twenty nine thousand five hundred ninety six. Was twenty? Yeah. And the Christmas. final brought it up. I think like four or five thousand on was average. It? Okay. Uh, How many were that Nashville game? Twice as big as. Uh, not that many. Because I know Nashville KC, game had twenty eight thousand four hundred seventy three. Minnesota's Philadelphia like, had twenty six thousand two hundred thirty. Yeah, I thought Philadelphia three. had more. And then Kansas City had seventeen thousand thirty seven. Uh, Cleveland, 23,921. St. Paul, 19,418. Mm. And then the final had an attendance of 62,493. Mm. Not very so good at 493, huh? I knew it was close. That's only counted 493. <laughs> <laughs> um, the U.S. had... Um, oh, never mind. That's part of the question. <laughs> How many players did we have in the best 11, and who were they? Oh, God. We... Wait, what was that? <laughs> Corey. So... Corey. What? Two. No. What, what do you mean, what? We're playing a guessing game. <laughs> you What's your guess? You, uh, Corey, Pulisic and uh, Areola. You're wrong. Okay. Was, was the number right? The number was wrong. The number was wrong. Wait, what was the question again? How many players did we have in the tournament? Were my players, right? Oh. Were Matt. my players, right? Matt. Matt. Three? Yes. I'm going to go... I swear to God, if Jazzy was one of them. Uh, I'll <laughs> I'm just gonna tell go, you no. I'm going to go, uh, in that case, I'm going to go, well, actually, no, I'm second-guessing myself. I'm, I'm just going to say, uh, Pulisic, McKinney, and Aaron Long. Uh, you got two of three right. Yeah. Was the goalie one of them? No. Oh. I won't tell you which ones you got right yet. Uh, no, that's fine. I think we're out. What do you got? Uh, Pulisic and Long were correct. Uh, Michael Bradley made the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't ever see him. And then uh, we'll go back to everyone's favorite FIFA rankings for a question. Uh, what was our ranking before the tournament and what was it after? That's a good Matt. question. Corey. Matt first. <laughs> well, okay. I guess it, I think we went from like 28th to 22nd. You're very close. Yeah. Corey, 30th to 24th. You're also very close. <laughs> I, I swear. Did we, we get the number right? I swear. Sorry. Sorry. Did, we get, the, did we get the 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 the, the how many places we moved up right? No. Wasn't six? The correct numbers have been said. So Justin. 
have no idea. I think we started at 30th. Don't, don't Did we start at 30th? Don't we help. We started at 30th. I get that right. I'm giving myself a point. Uh, for that. 30th. It's I have no idea. I don't look at FIFA rankings ever. 30th. I know we're in the 30th to 26th. 22nd. 22nd. We got that high. Woo. Yeah. We jumped eight places. Jeez. We're the 22nd best team in the country. In the I world. Look at FIFA rankings. We're the first ever. best team in the country. Ever. I don't care. Why'd you write my da- name down for scores? I don't know. I realized that, <laughs> that was a mistake. Justin, All right, is that the last stats. question? That was the last question. Matt's our winner. Thanks for. Well, that's no shock. Yeah, yeah we yeah, didn't. Yeah, for a future podcast, this is a good question. If anybody thinks they know previous World Cup, uh, men's World Cup, are you are you good at the women's too? Like the jersey uh, numbers or anything? I could do this year certainly. Um, I'll, well, let me, let me set it up while you think. Uh, I might be challenged to get last year, or sorry, excuse me, last World Cup, the 2015 World Cup. I mean, you could test me. I, if anybody out there in American Outlaws world thinks they know the rosters of the previous two or three or four or five World Cup rosters for the U.S., the by number, five. Uh, what would five be, 98? Anyway, if you think you know it and you want to challenge Matt in a in a guessing game, let us know because he's out. He was unbelievable. We played this game for guy. almost an hour one night yeah, <laughs> at the bar. Amazing. We might have been drinking. Yeah. And you still did well. And I might I might be kind of weird. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're World Cup champs. We're Gold Cup runners up. We've got the Nations League coming up. We got the Olympics next year. We got a new women's coach on the way. We got a lot coming. We did all that without Josh Sargent, which is amazing. <laughs> Can't wait till we get him in the lineup. Yeah, that's right. Um, anything else we want to say before we uh, head out? I think Jacob's got some stuff to talk about. Membership software, is that correct? Or are we doing that as a separate deal? Right. I think that's going to be in the middle of the podcast, Corey. Okay, great. Yeah. So they will have well, already heard that. We'll add that ad great. later. I can't switch, y'all. The magic of recording. <laughs> well, are we good to close it up then? Buy tickets to games. Yeah, go to your local chapters. Go to local chapters for viewing parties. Go to our website. There's tickets available for most of the games coming up. Go out there and support the teams, the women's teams, the men. Let's make it happen. Experience the the chapters and the fans at the games and in your chapter bar. You won't regret it. Well said. Guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Matt. Bucket list item officially crossed. <laughs> what a low bucket you've got. Low, <laughs> low bar, low bucket. Uh, thanks to uh, Fairberry for sponsoring this podcast. And uh, thanks, Justin. Red dogs. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Soccer Podcast. Thanks, guys.